Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Here I am. Welcome to the show. It's the Nikki Glaser Podcast. It is Wednesday. Um, I am in Los Angeles, California in my hotel room. Don't know why I did that. And um, Andrew is in St. Louis. Noah's in Arizona's. And um, yeah, it's a beautiful little day over here in sunny Cal. Walked to down Sunset to get my Starbucks. Saw a bunch of new billboards. A lot of new TV shows coming out. Um, Shows that I'm just like... God, so much goes into these things, and they gonna get canceled. They all gonna get canceled. Like, you just look at like this. There's this new billboard for Charlemagne, the gods. New, she has a new show coming out on um, Comedy Central. I'll promote it. Why not? It's gonna get canceled, like everything else. No offense to him. Ever, you know, um, it's called. I like the name of it because whenever I see a good name for a show, I always think back on like the times I've had to come up with names for shows. I have a document in my phone like oh. full of n- possible names for shows. <gasps> Podcasts, talk shows, um, specials, children, bands, 
plumbing companies. I don't know where, where my career is going to take me. And um, his is called um, A Hell of a Week. And it's once a week and it's a talk show. Maybe it'll do well. I mean, I mean, he's amazing. It doesn't, I mean, shows get canceled all the time that are great. But it'll get canceled just like everything else does. <laughs> there was some quote I read recently <laughs> that someone said, oh, this was from, um, it was a subreddit about the, it was in the De Moi subreddit, which I don't even subscribe to because it is such a toxic place. But sometimes on De Moi, D-E-U-X-M-O-Y, on Instagram, they have like a, blind item where it'll be like this b-list comedian was a terror to work with no this this blonde uh badass in quotes female comic was a total cunt to everyone she worked with and i'm always like was this me and then i read further and i'm like it's like you know it says something about like uh she there's always like one thing that makes me think it's not me um and it's like because I, I could sometimes be a cunt, but then it's like to every single person on the crew and I'm always like, not me. You know, like I'm not gonna, I've never been, I don't think rude to a camera op or like, I, I don't know, whatever. So I always go to Dumois subreddit because that's where they break it down and they go, who could this be? And everyone speculates. And usually people know exactly who they're talking about. So I, I went there the other day just to like see what was going on. I think and, Andrew's um, mic is muted. Okay. That's not good. Um, Hold yeah, on. I think he's muted. Because I was I'm, wondering why he was being so quiet. I like this silent film star, Andrew. Andrew's like Aaron oh. from F-Boy Island. Oh, now he's kissing the llama. Now he's... Up, it looks oh, like he's... Up, oh, my gosh. Things are getting... Brenna needs to be alerted. Oh, no. Oh, no. He's telling oh. us to be quiet no. while he penetrates the... You guys, he's fucking the llama, which represents I I me. Like Andrew, I, oh, no. Now he's going down on the hedgehog. <laughs> I hate this so much. Andrew, you're not going to be able to ever run for Congress because of what you're doing right now. This is really... Not that you ever would, but, I mean, you could. <sighs> Who knows what you'll want to do with your fame? Or infamy at this point. Um, is it bestiality if it's a if it's a fake? It, yeah, God, that the symbolism was funny and disturbing. Oh, what that what that was on? Oh, we were still going. Is that what you? That's what you do. I'm while using it's this. <laughs> this is no, all going I think in. Keep it. Keep it. Look, Nikki that wants to get in the so porn. Sensual. I took a chance. I took oh a chance. Oh my God. Now the, I won't get on. The best part about that, week. you guys have to watch the video of that and go on our YouTube because. What I just witnessed, you really get a little look into how Andrew might fuck. Um, yeah. That's why, like, Chelsea Peretti used to have this joke of when guys go like, oh, really? Ugh, and they do, like, the jerk-off motion. Yeah. You can tell how they jerk off. <laughs> like, it's like a little window <gasps> yeah. into how they jerk off when they're like, oh, yeah? Oh, so I'm going to wait in line for 45 <laughs> minutes? Yeah. Ugh. And then she's like, and then she does a great thing where she's like, you know, like women when they eat it, she's like, I hate eating a banana because it's just so sexual and I just can't stand it. So instead I just, t I pull it off with my fingers and then I smush it in between my fingers and I lick it out <laughs> from between. So she's then just doing the pussy eating sign. That's so funny. Well, the, when guys do the jerk off, they always make their dick way bigger. It's always out to here oh. and their hands are wide. You never see a guy like go, you know, huh? right? Like get real close. You know, it's always closer than what that is. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's always like, Women oh, never... you fucking fuck you, bro. 
I mean, I'm sure this joke has been done, but women are never like, oh, really? I'm going to pay $400? <laughs> like rubbing their clits for a fucking haircut? Yeah, I'm just going to... Um, not that that's a phrase that yeah, I don't even like. <laughs> is that when you use that that fucking yeah? Symbolism? Whenever the barber ch- okay charges me too much, I, I know come you were on quiet before. But did you have any thoughts on what I was saying about Charlemagne the Gods? I thought you were like friends with Charlemagne the God when I was like mouthing <laughs> off about a show. <laughs> oh, did I, like, I not tell is you? Andrew I'm right. Trying to be so quiet because I'm he writing wants to for with, it. He wants to be in with Charlemagne the God. I'm How the ghostwriter for God. <laughs> I like the idea of you naming it's just so funny how like like if you named yourself Nikki the goddess and then everyone Can you just goes imagine like hey that's your name that's who she is Nikki the goddess I mean you think it's not humble you don't you don't think that's chill but I, like I'm I sure wrote the yeah. I did it I spelled the with a eight an a I mean what if you what spelled it with a okay six? imagine waking up in the morning oh, and yeah, you're Charlemagne that- the god so wait, a six. Yeah, you know how like, huh? like, like where's the six? Yeah, the six is like an A and like you know like hacker speak or whatever. Oh yeah, like uh, really? really? Is it? Uh, no, you are into some definite different little shit. Oh, uh, the dark niche. web. Yeah, yeah. dark no, web. Noah finishes every email with that little like emoji face that has like glasses, but like the eyes are brows are furrowed. If you know what yeah. I'm talking about, that's a good. And she joke. puts on a wig and uh. She like a little bit more eyeliner, and she's like, "Hello, welcome to Four Chance." I don't even yeah, know what Four Chance is. Imagine um, if I named yeah. my yeah. Like wake up, like imagine yourself ten years ago, fifteen years ago, and you're getting in the comedy or you're getting in the radio, and before you really even made a name I mean, for yourself, it's like bringing a Wookiee on stage. I mean, that's just as much of a, a look that you are committing to. I you mean, know what it Wookie, is? Is it's like it's the same thing though, Andrew, because it's like. Oh, because you're, you're just starting to out. Overcompensate for the fact that you don't have talent yet. Got gotcha. you. So you need to like I, do I have that. something else. Which we, I mean, I brought a cigarette on stage at open mics. Like it's all. Oh, I guess if you, br- God. And if you're from like the rap world, it's not That's, too weird. Yes. Yeah. If you're a black person, it's a little bit. I don't know. I think it's it's it would be lame for. I mean, not that it's just. This is not a race thing, but maybe it is. I don't know. You could find the rest of that thought on 4chan. <laughs> the way I said hey, Nikki, black person did sound Nikki, like I just want to let you know that God. was cool. That was cool with what you said. Oh, thank you, Andrew. Oh, I'm so glad I got a pass from you. Yeah, you got a white man guy. pass about a, a black man thing. Thanks. I mean, I, I, I just feel like... Um, no, I get it. You, It couldn't work. I don't know how to describe it, but everyone knows what the fuck I'm talking about, right? Like think i don't know i just feel like it looks cooler when like, yeah of course if, although you know kesha i'm I'm trying to i'm thinking of like lizzo like names like that cardi b you know i'm meg the stallion yeah, jay-z little wayne yes eminem you know that's that doesn't sound as cool i mean it's a it is cool i mean why did we let why do we let that go why i mean because they're rappers. are there any other comedians that have names like that any white are there people? any radio hosts? eliza tried to l- lose schlesinger and i think she goes by eliza but i think that's just because she was like schlesinger's is hard for people to get and and it does make a statement of like i'm fucking eliza or like i'm adele you yeah, know like, like i'm Trump. not Ad- what's adele's last fucking name do you know uh, um e? computers e i think <laughs> um 
A deli? <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore, bitch. Oh, <sighs> uh, I, uh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Oh no! It's too early. Or um, I think her. I think Adele is actually her. Um, I think Adele was her last name, and um, uh, A was her initial, and it was um, her f- first name was the farmer, and <laughs> or her last name's computer. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> that was a fr- I said that over E. Oh my! Up. My bad. Oh God, dude, Lady the a, Tramp, dude, you're getting Adele. I'm getting um, old, man. Oh, what man? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, what, what could I change it to? Like, I could go by Nikki. I don't think anyone else is just Nikki. There's no other, like, famous. Well, there's Nikki Taylor. There's Nikki Reed. There's Nikki. Uh, Nikki Bella. Sticks. Nikki Minaj. Fuck. I think Nikki Minaj gets Nikki. I'm going to give it to her. Yeah. Not, you know, just based on the coolness factor. It's She's got to get it. Who would, did you just say Nikki? Oh, Nikki and Bella. Uh, what's her name? Bella. Nikki Bella. Yeah. Do you know that I got her? I mean, I think you do know, but maybe my listeners don't. I, when I did Dancing with the Stars, she was on the season uh, avant me, before me. I was just in Montreal, so I'm going to slip in some uh, franglais. And she left behind her robe that said, you know, had Nikki etched onto it. So I s- stole her robe, kept it. I'm like, if you oh, don't want it. How do you not keep your robe from Dancing with the Stars, which is like this beautiful velvet robe. That's how well she's doing in life. She's just like, I don't need this. This I'm sure perfectly she went embroidered back for robe. It. <laughs> she went back for her husband. She... <laughs> Well, who did she marry? Uh, John Cena? <laughs> um, uh, Ar- Artem. Artem. Artem, oh. Artem was her dance partner. And they do this really sexy dance in an elevator. Like the scene is like an elevator. And they were not fooling around during the show, allegedly. She was very much in a relationship and nothing went on. That's impossible. It's impossible that that didn't occur. I'm not making any assumptions, but as someone who was on the show for one episode, I know that you feel things that you can't help when a hot Russian man is throwing you around. Your husband doesn't exist. Your boyfriend doesn't exist. Nothing in the world matters when a hot Russian man be throwing you around around it's just not possible Dude. i can't believe these guys that like robert hershevik that was as well. awesome that was very meatloaf thank you yeah. i would do anything for my career um, yeah it, it except, is interesting i would when, <laughs> except uh, just burn it down by alleging that <laughs> nikki bella uh and artem maybe had feelings for each other before she the end of the season I'm yeah i saying. mean it's kind of uh like that just because you Jolie didn't brad pitt thing you didn't fuck then. You still were rubbing genitals. Like there and was that's sexual. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. Like you can't turn it off. I don't even begrudge anyone feeling things for other people when they're in a relationship. Like if you were to get mad at your partner because mess. they felt something for someone else at one point and developed a crush, I mean, you can get mad at them if they let the crush like go on and on and on and like possibly lead to betraying you. But you can't help your feelings, y'all. You just can't help it, and crush is going to happen, and hopefully you can, you know, talk to your partner about it and get ahead of it. I kind of gave um, Chris a scenario the other day where I was like, because we're talking about long-term success of our relationship, and I was like, okay, let me give you an example of like maybe something down the road when we are like our worst nightmare of like we're a couple, and like 
um, I don't know, like this, I, I meet someone at a show or something and I just feel some energy in me that's like, oh my God, I'm like attracted to this person. And then he makes a flirty joke and maybe, um, you know, our arms touch or something and I feel it through my body in a way that's like arousing. And then I think about him late, like, can I go to you about that? What would we do? And he's like, is this a real thing that I'm like, no, it's not. I like made up a total scenario. And it was funny because he was like, this sounds so specific. I'm like, I'm a writer. I'm good at this. Like, yeah. and I did, you know, I, pull, I pulled from like, obviously like f things I felt before when I wasn't in a relationship, yeah. but um, he was He's so five foot 11 cool. and a quarter. He's 182 pounds. His name's Jeff. He's from Wyoming. He was it's cool like, about it. It is funny what though, the more you specific do? you get with this oh, yeah, situation. Yeah. Like, he has this great opener where he's like, <laughs> "Oh, he's a comedian." He's like, a comedian. Yeah, I, well, I, I did, I did kind of Chris's worst scenario, which is like, you're gonna get dazzled by one of these comics who like is funny and charming and like kills on stage because he's heard my act. He knows how I feel about male comedians. Sometimes how women just cannot help but be attracted to them because instinctually they're, you know, if you watch my special. They look powerful. They seem like the tribe leader. Everyone's watching them. They're, there's something like horny about it that you can't help. I luckily have been exposed to it so often that it does not dazzle me anymore. And to be an actual great comedian and to really knock my socks off or get my socks wet from like, you know, my pussy juices flowing down my leg. <laughs> you really have to like be a really good. I mean, I, I see potential in people all the time as young comedians and go, wow, that guy's going to be good. Wow, that guy is so good for his age. But there's not there. I know every comedian now. I've been through them. I've seen them all. I've been no through one's. I have. You know, it's not like I've been through them, but I've like I've seen them all. Well, I've been through them in the sense of like I've tra I've clocked them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get it. They've, they've been all been in me. your vagina. I guess I get what you're saying. I understand. They've been through me all. Yeah, they've and been through me all, y'all. <laughs> but like, I there's no one that's gonna emerge on the scene that I'm gonna be like. Oh my god! Like I, I just yeah. doubt it because anyone who's going to merge is going to be young, and comedy is a fair industry. Like no one is good out of the gate in a way that is good in fifteen years. There's just no one. I would almost like if I was sending my girlfriend over to do Dancing with the Stars, I'd be like, you know what? Just fuck the guy the first day. I'd I'd rather no build up. Just get it over with because you're gonna yeah. realize it's okay. It's not gonna. It's gonna be good. Just no fuck one them should first. ever let their partner do Dancing with the Stars. I'm not kidding you. Just let them fuck the first day though. None. Get it out of the way. I don't even think like if Brenna was wanted to become an actress and she got in yeah. some movie where she had to like have intimate love scenes with someone, I would say say the same thing to her there because I just don't think that you can have these if if the person's single and you're in this like location and everything's like. You just, it's not like cheating's going to happen, but there's going to be a removal from you because you're not going to be on set. There's going to be this like secret world that you have with this person. It's going to get, you're going to need a plan of action for when what these if, things spring what up. What if I'm the guy that puts the sock on the guy's cock before he does the love scene? If you're there, that's fine. That's I heard Jada Pickett Smith was there for every one of the love scenes and makeout scenes. Um, for Will Smith, Will Smith did that just movie with Margot Robbie. At, oh my God, just staring. That's and apparently, so Margot Robbie and him did have a thing. Oh. They did have a thing. If you look online and you go to Demois, which is where I was last night, um, they have. There's this one. There's like this photo 
um, series of them in like at the after party. You could tell like for the rap party or maybe the premiere party for um, what's the stupid movie they did? Blink. I don't even think it's stupid. I think it's good. I haven't seen I it, know. but I, I hear it's it. good. They did yeah. a movie together with one word and it's like blink or like space or something. And um, bounce. Slap. Or something. Yes, like slap or something like that. And there, there's a photo booth pictures of them and you can tell they're both drunk and letting it fly a little bit too much of like them being hooking up and um anyway do you think so it could be I was orchestrated on- do you think like they're like you know what get in the photo booth we're gonna start no i think they i always tried wonder to, like, with like celebrity shit like that it's like we're gonna put you we're gonna have you hold hands we're gonna right. have you look strong in the eye and then we're gonna put jada in the back photo bombing and i mean <laughs> yeah it's a good idea it it's really is idea. Yeah. Have you noticed that Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel, like right after he got caught, like holding hands with that girl in, on the balcony in New Orleans while he was filming, like afterwards, they started wearing all these jazzy outfits together. Like they match in <laughs> outfits. They're like doing this whole promotional tour for like, our relationship's fine. Go look at like Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel lately. I cannot, um, either the relationship is stronger than ever or weaker than ever. It's kind of like Instagram posting. Either couples are about to break up and they're doing one last like push. Or they're strong and it's consistent. We'll see if the jazzy outfits are consistent. But they keep ma- wearing matching outfits <laughs> on, on, and everywhere together. And I'm jealous of the relationship. Um, not that mine isn't great because I do have... It was nice to just like run that scenario by yeah, my, my man SeaWorld and just be like... Uh, and he's like, oh, you know, I, he had a good... I don't think you'd want me to tell you what he said, but he had a good non-nefarious um, way of handling it that I liked that maybe if he ever comes on the show, we'll talk about it again. But um, yeah, it was, it was because acknowledging those things instead of pretending like they're not going to happen, because mm-hmm. if you plan on spending the rest of your life with someone and t- interacting with other people in the world, when your partner isn't holding your hand next to you, you're going to get crushes, you know? My only thing is like, why even bring up a worst case? Like, I feel like with, with Brenna, I mean, like, she'll, bring up, she'll bring up like things that are why have a plan during a tornado? Why having? Why I, know I don't that plan. when during I an earthquake you should the, go under a desk? Agreed. Well, I'll just die in the tornado. You can maybe anyway. survive it. You know. <laughs> no, I'd rather just die. Didn't have. Well, the I'll tell you why. Because it. if you have a relationship that spans decades, <laughs> yeah. someone's going to have a crush on someone else because you are people that have working sexual organs and hormones. Agreed. But my only thing is like. I feel like I'm not saying women, but Brenna, she'll bring up things like four years from now. Like, what what about four years from now? And this is the scenario. And I'm like, well, I'll just we'll do it. Then. We'll deal with it then. You know what I mean? Like, why are we even bringing up these future th- problems or future things? Like, why why do it? Why you're run gonna this die in a tsunami? You're gonna go out and collect <laughs> seashells when the when the shore starts pulling from the. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll be like, whoa! You're gonna go run out and be like, guys, Look- come on out, let's play football. <laughs> They're like, remember Thailand? Nah, dude, that was different. Yeah, no, that was different, dude. You guys are fucking weird, fucking I planning. Mean, you're not wrong. I mean, there's ways to handle it in both ways, but I think that I would wonder what Esther Perel would say. <laughs> well, we are going to play Esther Perel's game <laughs> later, and is this accent um insulting to her? For some reason, it, because she's French, I feel like it is not. Because when you mock the French she's accent, Austrian. inherently, or Austrian, okay, <laughs> well, still, I feel like Austria, that region, I feel like I can mock it, not mock it, but, Im, uh, you know, imitate it, because I inherently think it's better than me. 
Hey, as a guy from originally Russia and Florida, that's um, it's cool. Okay, thank thank you so much. Yeah, it's Andrew completely. Andrew gives me a pass. All right, when we get back, I'm going to tell you the thing I read on Dunois that I was uh, teasing before, before we realized Andrew couldn't talk. Uh, Charlie Chaplin, be right back. Andrew! Snickers bar. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Oh my God, you guys. I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking.
Well, the weather is getting a lot warmer, and so your wardrobe probably needs an update. I know mine does, and it's so hard when you want to buy new stuff because you want it to last a long time, you want it to look really good, and you want it to like stand the test of time in terms of like fashion. At least that's what I want. And so that's why I love Quince, because Quince is all about effortless fashion that looks chic and timeless year-round. I'm talking premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk top. They have so many chic jewelry pieces like these globe boho hoops. I love those. You could just blindly click and end up with such wardrobe essentials. They're not wasting your time at Quince. I love the Quince um, dress I got. I'm trying to find it because I want to say the exact name of it, but it's like this long sleeve dress, but it's like a midi skirt. It's so cute. It's like silky feeling. It's just, I've told you about it before. Okay, there's so much cute stuff on here. I got to go and get back to the podcast, but you know what to do. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C Quince.com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. We're back. And um, Andrew left us off last before the break with um, a song about uh, uh, calling it a song is quite a stretch um, about Snickers bars. It's getting with, shorter what was your, shorter. Yeah. It's like a jingle. Yeah, it's like a jing. Well, you, that sounds um, like a, a slur. You uh, posted recently on Instagram your Cali bit, your DJ Cali, your DJ Cali bit DJ about salad. No, come on, no, no. I'd let him say DJ it. salad. Salad. Cal. You said DJ Cali. Yeah, the, the DJ. Wait, how I think you... it's silence, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wrong. DJ Cali. Like the um, D is very soft, I think. Um, like, I'm sure his is. Okay, so uh, <laughs> yes, I did. but can I just quickly say the Dumois thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that there was a a subreddit that was like, or like a post on Dumois that was like, "What's the? Be-? It's all people talking about celebrities." And they're like, what's the best celebrity? What's the best advice you've ever heard from a celebrity? And you might actually have some of this too because you've fallen asleep to books on tape of celebrities, Andrew, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On top of so, it. Th- that's where real good advice comes from, I think, is like when they write books because none of them really know how to talk, um, like on in interviews a lot of times. But Usually from YouTube, you get a good quote. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, well, there was one from, God, I forget who it was now, but it was that, um, when you make a TV show, and this goes for like anything in your life, uh, it will eventually get canceled. So make the show you want to make. Because if they cancel it and you make a show that you're trying to get people to like, it's going to go away eventually. There's only so many shows. The Simpsons, um, Friends, Seinfeld. Those are the only shows that I can think of right now that people don't, that that ended, you know, Simpsons hasn't even ended. But Friends and Seinfeld are the two ones that I go, oh, they walked away from them when they could have kept going. But that Mm -hmm. doesn't, that's so rare. That's like literally your better chance of getting you know, struck by lightning while getting eaten by a fucking shark. Um, So your show's going to get canceled. So make the show you want to make. I wish I would have read that advice because I think that, and I'll probably need to read that again. Like, I think I've gotten better at it in my life of doing the thing I want to do. Like the carrot top joke I did the other night that bombed. I wanted to do that joke. I thought it was funny, even though it didn't do well. The audience sucked for everyone that show. So that was a good news. But, um, not doing what people want of you and doing yeah. what you want to do because it's going to, something's going to go wrong with it anyway. And if it goes wrong, at least you can say, I did it my way. And even when I it did goes it my way. That's every man's I, even favorite when it karaoke goes, song. 
what's interesting too, the more you do stand up, if we're just talking about stand up, even when you do well, like that kind of goes away too. So you might as well do exactly what you want because, yeah, you know what I mean. I have this whole I, idea. Oh, I was talking to myself in the shower. I have this like because I'm I'm performing at Zany's in Nashville and I'm already planning. <laughs> I'm planning the opening. And I'm thinking about Nashville, and I literally told myself this whole, like, seven-minute, not seven, but maybe, like, four-minute story that would be, like, an opener for Nashville that's a little um, out there. (laughs) But you gave me a pass, I'll say. Yeah. My point is, is like, I, you it's looked a yourself little, in the mirror and said, "That's fine, dude." You know when comics like do like made up stories and they're like these long winded like stories where you're like, uh, like let Dave me Chappelle. take you into this scene of like Richard Pryor would do it and like mm. he would like yeah. Anyway, so like I have this whole idea and I'm like, I can't do this. like what if this bomb because to come back from a five minute made up story would be insane. Why don't you just but do I, it later? Why don't you just open? Yeah. So when they've already, I mean, I know you're going to do what you're going to do, but like, yeah. there are tricks of the trade that tend to work so you can get this, you can do that and not risk anything because you should open, <laughs> I, you never listen to my advice on this and it always goes well for you, but you can't, you have no um, uh, impulse control when it comes to like something you're excited about. Like yeah. it's, that's just who you are I and think it's it like shows a really good stage. thing about who yeah. you are. Yes. Yeah. Like, it, I think that's a good thing for you to follow is like, you're the guy that like, if there are b- things to put on your hamburger that will make it taste better, but you're hungry and they're across the room, you will just eat the hamburger instead of walking to make it b- slightly better. It beca- so maybe, maybe it more- would make it better. Yeah. But, I but think maybe the story would have been better off. T- so, I mean, I would we'll even- never know. I'll t- like, so the idea very quick is like, it's like this whole scenario of a guy named Jimmy Ray from a small town in Texas who they, he doesn't even have Wi-Fi, but he has six songs on a CD and the whole town believes in him. And he gets in his pickup truck that the whole town paid for him. And he drives all the way to Nashville to meet with Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers goes, you know, how many TikTok followers do you have? Are you trying out a bit right now? No, I'm telling you what the bit is. I'm not trying it. I'm telling you what oh, okay. it kind of is. Gotcha. I guess it's kind of already. I'm yeah. not. I'm really. It's fine. Just do it. But I would never do that. I'm just boggled with when you do this because I'm like, people are listening that are going to be at that show. Now oh yeah, ruin- okay. All now right, well, g- find out the rest of that coming. Yeah, to, I mean, to a- do you does that not res- register to you? Because I know people are going to be like, Nikki, don't stop him. You're being a bitch. But I'm like, when when you hear something a second time, it takes some of the fun. I mean, I'm just so precious about stuff. Continue if you want to, but like, do not yeah. think of that. I think of that all the time. Well, here's the thing. I don't think I'm going to do it at the show. That's why I, I right. really you have don't so many believe. weeks before. Yeah, I, I so I just like almost. Okay, so keep I, I'd going. rather it be here. So Jimmy Ray than- has a mixtape and everyone believes in him and he goes, he packs up his stuff and he moves to Nashville. And he's like, I'm going to make it mom and dad. And mom and dad, you know, sit on the porch and yell, you know, check the oil. Mom <laughs> yeah, stares out the yeah. window and says, I'm leaving my boy. Exactly. Seems he didn't seem like I left long ago. And so yeah, he gets okay. to Warner Brothers and they're like, first of all, we don't even have a CD player here. We can't even listen to your <laughs> CD. <laughs> but he got hot chicken, by the way. He had to stop, get the hot chicken. He heard about that Wait, in Texas. What? I'm kidding. Nashville's like known for hot chicken. Hot chicken. I like the oh, idea okay. that like he still. Okay, like, he so made sure- I, I got to know. You, you're jumping. You're jumping I, no, around. No, 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 no. I'm, okay, I'll go back. I'm just saying. But he saying. got the hot chicken. No one's going to know what you're talking. He's. You have no, in, in Nashville, recordings. they'll know. They'll I know, know. No, I know. But 
even in not, I, I knew exactly what you were talking about, but I also, I need to play devil's advocate a little bit here and say <laughs> that you go, he gets to the place, he's got, they don't have a CD player, which is hilarious. It's like the first and then you no, go, got but he got the hot chicken. No, 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 and it's like, no, no, well, no, 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 I no, pictured no. the de- record execs with hot chicken. <laughs> yeah. You're in, the, you have, no, no, you no. planted us Time in out. the recording Time studio. Out. You planted us at the studio at Warner Brothers, and then all of a sudden you go, but he got Time the hot out. chicken. It's like, Time well, you just... Take no, he got trail. the hot chicken before he went to the studio. Okay, so you need and to so, say that. Yes, that would be a joke about like his asshole's already burning before he even gets to Warner Brothers. Gotcha, okay, so gotcha. So now he gets okay, to Warner like Brothers. <laughs> okay, you skipped that part before. Yes. Got it, got it. Okay. Because I was, was doing the Cliff Note version. I okay, was well, you can't drop a, a ham drip without the ham. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Hot ham. Hot so, ham. So so they go, you know, Turkey get too. the fuck out of my office. And then the guy's like, comes out. So Jim, Jimmy Ray doesn't even sleep a night in Nashville. He just drives right back to his small town. And he's just mm-hmm. so sad. And he's with a dog. A dog somehow showed up. And uh, and the dog. Huh? The dog showed up in his car? <laughs> yeah. Like he's in the back of the truck. He's like, okay. I don't know. I guess I picked this guy up on the way. <laughs> okay. So Chicken. the exec Not comes chicken. out. He goes, I don't want another motherfucking Jimmy Ray in my office. I don't want anyone. Fuck Jimmy Ray. Now, if we could get Jumpin' Jackie from TikTok, who has 25 million followers, I'd love to have her. And they're like, well, she doesn't sing. He goes, that doesn't. Do you think I fucking care if she sings? And then late at night, he's sitting in his chair and he comes across Jimmy Ray's CD and uh, (laughs) he plays it and he just starts smiling. Wait, he got a CD player? Yeah, he had one at home. (laughs) At home, okay. okay. And it's an old box. It's okay. <laughs> I just need to go on this journey. I just need to understand where this record executive is. Okay. He's so he's at home. After he's yelled about Jackie and yeah, the fact that she can't sing, he doesn't care. Jumping Jackie. Who's viral a lot. I mean, this literally is the, the movie Elvis, if you haven't seen it yet. Oh. This is what happens. <laughs> he's what? He's what? You mean he's what? Okay, go on. So essentially, he plays the music, he smiles, he goes, uh-huh. runs back to his office the next morning, or drives back, he's so excited. Jimmy J's already killed himself. No, Jumpin' Jackie, he goes, okay. I got, I heard the six most amazing songs of my life last night. Get Jumpin' Jackie's reps on the phone. She's We're giving them to her. So Jumpin' Jackie now has these amazing songs. And Jimmy Ray, five months later, is driving in his truck, and he hears on the radio his own song by Jumpin' Jackie, and then he just drives off a cliff. (laughs) Okay. I think he should go to get a lawyer and sue. (laughs) But he's in... I know. I had a few different endings. Okay. One was getting the lawyer I don't understand where this story came from. I think this is your fantasy of what might happen to you or something. Well, no, I think, well, I'm sure it's some kind of projection. I mean, all our stories are about us. About in a way, TikToks. But and, and like everyone who's famous now is a TikTok star. And like, you just know, Nashville. That's kind of, and I feel like Nashville, oh, Nashville more than anything. The way I look at country music. Well, Jimmy like, J could go be a songwriter in Nashville. Those people make tons of mun mun. Yeah, that's good. true. Maybe you he'll know? drive back. I but believe I, in I, Jimmy J. I want him and his dog. To <laughs> Wait, Jimmy go Ray. Back. Jimmy Ray. Oh, well, I think Jimmy Jumpin' Jackie and Jimmy Ray should collab. And Jimmy, Jimmy Ray the God. So, <laughs> so my other talking, thought, I think my, we should work at Warner Brothers. My other thought is that he was he would do a dance to his own song by Jumpin' Jackie on TikTok and go viral, and right. that's how his career would then okay 
But man, so that whole thing, <laughs> that whole thing to open with would be it, it would be a fun ride. Like uh-huh. we had fun. Yes, we had fun. Yes, now, it, but I just a, don't. I'm a little confused if it's a joke. It like how you get into it. Like what do you say to them and go? My my idea of the Nashville dream is. I mean, I think that that makes sense. Yes, but if you just yes, go, yes. hey so, Nashville, this is how I see you doing it because you're so excited about it. <laughs> hey Nashville, how's it going? Okay, so Jimmy Ray, he's a guy <laughs> no, that believes I in himself. <laughs> he's from Texas and he gets in his car because remember. You are no, a guy that, was that one just jumps time. the gun. That was one you J'd time. The G. <laughs> I jade the J. <laughs> no, I do it too sometimes where I'm just like, I need to get this joke out right away or I'm going to forget it. And so then you, um, how are you going to get into that though? I really want to know. No, exactly how you said. I, well, I have to joke about how Nashville used to be really country. Now, whatever. Now every pickup truck is a bachelorette party mobile. They're like, we're going to live forever. Morgan Wallen wets my pussy. If Johnny Cash was alive today, he would shoot all these people. Nashville's just not the same. Like Nashville now, I think when I look at a country story of Nashville, this is how I imagine it. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, no, I like that. I think um I think it's I like it. <laughs> I, I think mean, it's look, just I mean I could have fun with it. I don't think it. it needs all the I don't think it needs a story as much as like your point about I think you could make it a, just a joke about how you know I don't know. It, it could the be. Yeah, it could probably be. Good four songwriters lines. are being replaced by TikTok stars who name something like Jumpin' Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> Jumpin' Jackie is so funny though, and Jimmy Ray. Yeah. No. I, I are just, you Jimmy Ray? No, no, no. Who wants? Who to wants know? to know? Who wants to know? <laughs> are you Jimmy Ray? Who wants to know? Who wants? I mean, that song. I, this hasn't That's been that long that good music is not making its way to the front because that song was not good. Who I don't wants even to know, know that song. Who wants to know about that? Are oh. you Danny Ray? Who wants to know? Who wants? You don't remember that song? Is that 80s? Oh, you definitely 90s? knew it. Um, it's almost like I'm blue and I'm from 1989. Okay, what are the lyrics? Uh. Oh, it's actually, are, are you Johnny you, Ray? Who are wants you to Johnny know? Ray? Are you Slim Ray? Are you Slim Ray? Who wants what to know? Are you Fay Ray? I don't know it. Are you Fay Ray? Who wants to know? Are you Sting Ray? Sting Ray? Yeah. yeah. Are man. you Ray Romano? <laughs> are you Link Ray? <laughs> are you Sugar Ray? <laughs> oh, Sugar Ray. Every morning, morning there's, there's a hello, and morning. I'm gonna sometimes You ever see that video of him getting angry drunk? Tonight. You ever um, see that? Oh, this guy's like mocking him, this kid, and he just goes oh, nuts. He was so cute. Yeah. Mark he was like something. so my McGrath. type back in like the 90s, like that kind of surfer boy that like kind of looks like he's looking at the sun too. Like it's like he doesn't have sunglasses <laughs> on. Like he's kind of squinting like, oh, I don't know, man. He's like hungover <laughs> looking. He looked uh, like he could light a match on his face, kind of, while being a, good, a surfer he had, boy. They had a couple good hits. Yeah, every morning. Do you know that Hootie and the Blowfish hold, like, the record for the most album sales ever? Like, it's one of the top five in, in the world ever, and Hootie and the Blowfish. He's had an insane country career on his own, too. I know, but Hootie and the Blowfish were so fucking big back in 1995, what a name. six. How did they come up with that name? And everyone calls him Hootie, you know? Like, who wouldn't think his name was Hootie? I call him Blowfish. But it's Darius. Blowfish. I mean, that's <laughs> insane. What a weird name. It oh, is man. weird, but it was. I think that was part of their appeal. But almost like you would go, "Don't do that." Like, if you yeah. have a band, you're like, "That sounds too ridiculous." I don't know. I I always thought if I had What's a band, a it would what be is a it would be called. 
Do you have oh, any sorry. band names? What's a hootie? I, I don't. I think it was just. But is a hootie. I like don't know. A, is it an owl? Is a hootie an owl? Maybe. I don't know. I don't well, think anyone's ever called a hootie. Uh, an owl a hootie. Hootie who? Um, <laughs> so have you ever, wait, no, have you ever been in a band? Um, Like for a hot minute. And it was a cover oh, band. Oh, that's a cool band name. For a hoot minute? For a hoot minute. Hot minutes? <laughs> a hot minute is a hot minute is a good name for a band. What oh. was the band's name? It, it, we didn't even have, like we didn't even get to that part. Uh, okay, but it would have been a hot, mi- a hoot minute, <laughs> crib death. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was your idea for a band name? You had one. You Stars said. without makeup. Oh, like, that's good. It reminds me of that that Lizzie song or uh, Lizzie. What's her name? Stars. Lizzo? She's sp- oh, um, Ellie Goulding. Golding. No, even before her, there was a song about stars. She Mazzy Star. Re- yeah. Okay, yeah. She, that's not about stars. Her name was about stars. <laughs> What's okay, this? let's get to the news. How's the song go? How's the Cancel. song go? How's the song go? Fade into you. Strange you never knew. That Nothing, song. No star in there? No. Mm-hmm. Fade, I was fade thinking. Fade into Stars you. fade. Strange you never knew. <laughs> <laughs> it is a good song. And she's so beautiful. She looks like Angelina Jolie. And they never, she never did anything else. She has a good YouTube video of her singing that at like a day. Yes, it's like the only video of her. Oh my god, wild. she it's just like Fiona Apple, Angelina Jolie looking like. Okay, we gotta go to break. We'll come back when we'll um maybe we'll do Why Do I Care and then we'll play a little game. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. 
Oh my God, you guys, I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, I have the podcast to really vent about stuff that's been bothering me, but even that, I can't say some of the stuff I need to sometimes. And there's certain things you just really can't tell anyone, and that's when you need a therapist. They're just there to listen. They can handle it. They've heard it all before. They can tolerate it. And that's why I love therapists. Don't think that you have to get through anything you're dealing with alone. That is not the way being a human works. You need to tell someone, please take this opportunity and check out BetterHelp because they will find you a therapist who will meet your needs. I've benefited so much from therapy of saying the darkest stuff I would never even say in the podcast. And I know you're like, wait a second, you leave dark stuff off the podcast? Yes, I, I get even darker if you can believe it. So if you're starting of thinking giving therapy a try, try through BetterHelp. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And it's online and you can leave your therapist at any point with no questions asked. So this is perfect for someone who's noncommittal, who's scared, um, who's never tried therapy before. Get whatever you've got off your chest. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Nikki Glazer today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash Nikki Glazer. All right, we're back. Um, why do I care? Why do I care? All right. Euphoria's Sydney Sweeney gets candid oh, yeah. about the not so glamorous side of Hollywood. Here's her quote. It's built okay. to try to make you backstab people. It's insane. My agent is my best teammate and I'll have her forever. I see how people are like, we support each other. And I'm like, no, you fucking don't. <laughs> um, and then when asked about whether she talks to co-stars on Euphoria about it, she said, we didn't really talk about that kind of stuff. I liked this article because also in it, she talks about people being like you're so rich do you own a house and she's like no i have i rent a one bedroom apartment i can't afford a house do you know how much actors make and noah had sent this to me being like you were the first to say this and i don't know if i was the first but i definitely said 
celebrities do not make a lot of money unless they are TikTok stars and monetizing their YouTube channels. That's why Brie Larson has a fucking YouTube channel, you guys. If you don't know, Marvel isn't making her enough money. Because what did Sydney Sweeney say about that? No, I thought it was really good. Um, she's famous, dude. She's in tons of stuff. She is she is the it girl right now, and she can't afford. How much do you think she's making an episode on, on Euphoria? Fifty thousand. Yeah, and then take 50. that out to twenty. And then 5, literally split that in half. Yeah, she, she has yeah. to give five percent to her lawyer. She said ten percent to my agent, three percent or something like that to my business manager. I have to pay my publicist every month, and that's more than my mortgage. Um, do you know what publicists cost? Six thousand dollars between between they were three in 2012 three a month three thousand a month and that is not just you know for the brad pitts of the world six thousand dollars isn't for just the morgan freeman's i don't know why his name came to mind it is for the it's for everyone if you want a publicist they have um you know blanket like it is a flat freight fee for everyone six thousand dollars a month and that is why I go off and on for having them. And I, I, you know, sometimes when I'm not having things to promote, I, I turn that faucet off and I go, I'll, you know, I'll turn it back on when I have something to do. And I was going to turn it off recently because, you know, F boy just aired good clean filth came out, but then I got, I got tours dates to promote and they get me in different magazines and publications locally. So mm-hmm. I got to keep that faucet on the rest of my life. That's six G's a, a month, you guys, for, you know, and they are, they're very good at what they do. There's no denying that, but that is a huge cost. And yeah, so every time I get any kind of check, you know, I taxes, you already take out. I take half, I cut it in half, and then I just cut that number. Like I cut like 20% off that number, and then I take away that. Like it's about, you know, I always give 30% to taxes. And then another 30% goes to... At least 35% goes to lawyers, manager, agent, um, business manager. It's insane. Yeah. It's so much like, money. Yeah, the day of A-list celebrities making like $30 million a movie. Not unless they have a over. wine company. No, that's why these guys all... <laughs> Brie Larson has a YouTube kit. You know, yeah. Zac Efron is the face of Zodiac beef jerky or some shit. You know, like, <laughs> this is why they... And they don't have touring money. That's the problem with actors. Like, thank God... People are always like, Nikki, are you on the road? And I'm like, yes, because that's the only way I make money. It's not the only way. I make good money from iHeartRadio. I make good money from TV, but it's not enough because mm-hmm. of all the things that you. I have to keep going on tour. And I feel bad for actors who don't have that ability to go on tour. I don't feel bad for them, but like that Another is thing, a thing she, that we get she, to do. She also said, uh, which that um she goes they don't pay actors like they used to and with streamers you no longer get residuals no rizzies nope i didn't know that you just yeah there's it's it's not uh you know tom cruise made something like a billion dollars like 80 million or something off of top gun because he had points or like Mm -hmm. you know on, on the back end so at some point you you can negotiate that stuff but i mean that's like um, one one guy. Can you got to like be a real. You got to be a, good with money to be able to like. You got to be an investor. You have to own property. Like Hannibal Burris owns apartment buildings. Um, you know Andrew Schultz is starting a whole fucking conglomerate. Like you have to think. You have to be very good with. Um, you have to be good with money. I just thought you could just do whatever. Like you could just do your talent. It's just so not enough. 
I mean, it is it, it's enough for me, but I I'm leaving so much money on some and like actors there. have a finite career. I mean, I, oh, you know, she has yes. till what yes. what age to be a big time actor? Thirty six. I mean, look, it happens. And then thirty six, and if she hasn't solidified herself as one of the greats, like yeah. one of the great greats, she's she's not going to get work. Someone yesterday on um, Chris's show, they were talking about Ashley Judd, and they're like, because she got written out of. Um, her mom's will, her and her sister both didn't make really? it in her mom's will. Jesus. Nothing, nothing from, and you know, I think it was like worth $25 million or something. And um, so they were talking about like, oh, Ashley Judd's doing fine. She doesn't need money. And I go, I'm screaming at the radio or my phone. Yeah. I listen on the Arch app. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, she doesn't. First of all, she got wine. I believe she got Harvey Weinstein where she like got, I think like, she married can- a race car driver, from what I understand. That's but still, true. But, but still, I'm just no. saying from acting, yes, that girl yeah. is not making money off of what it, the home is where the heart is from 1998. <laughs> yeah, no. She's not raking in those TBS dollars when that airs once a year. What she's Jeopardy, that movie like uh you know Double Jeopardy. She's not making money off that anymore. That money's long gone, and <laughs> it's just. Um, I just think that we have this. I I would have never known. So like you know, you're an actor. You're on TV. Like you probably have so much money. It, and not to say that fifty thousand dollars an episode is not a fuck ton of money, but it doesn't last. Especially if you have to keep up this image of having lots of money. Like I've told you guys before, when I get styled for a TV show, it is two thousand. It's fifteen hundred dollars before tailoring and you know, spray tan and hair and make, and then hair and makeup is at least $500 a piece for, for, so that's a thousand dollars. So for me to go on Seth Meyers, if I want to get styled, which my stylist wrote to me being like, after I styled myself for Seth Meyers, I just spent the thousand dollars on an outfit. And, um, they wrote to me being like, Hey, if you need us for anything, like you could tell they were like, that was a miss, honey. Uh, you need us. Like they're just, but do you think it was honestly a miss? I could have looked better. My hair was um, not my favorite, I, but um, who did your I liked hair? the outfit. Um, so, I didn't do it. I got th- that was HBO actually paid for me to have. That's what my I'm saying. So for that, I don't know. I mean, sometimes I think you got to be like, well, what is the cost effectiveness of, like, why do I it's need to spend huge. that much money? It's huge because I it, look amazing every time I do something, and that's I know. Matters. But I'm saying though, if you looked amazing, I can't be on Adam Sandler one. wearing basketball shorts on Letterman. <laughs> You know, go for it. I think tea. it would be. I think it'd be amazing. Yeah, go. one one person one can do time. that, and then yeah. it would be funny. But you, as a woman, you need to look like. Yes. It's, sorry, you need to look a certain way, and you don't need to. But in order to keep the image up, like you're killing it. Like I talked to. Um, we'll get to the game in just a second. That's my last thing. Uh, a, a female, a fellow female comic wrote me or sent me Phil a voice memo yesterday. A fellow Philly, yeah. um, sent me a message yesterday saying that she saw my special and how it made her, um, she loved it and it made her laugh and like almost cry because she was like, you just talked about so many things that I didn't even, you know, know I was grappling with. And it was so nice. And and she was like, you know, I'm really struggling right now um, in my career. And this is someone who you would not think is struggling. And it was so nice to hear that from her because listen, I know that everyone I attribute so much success to struggles, but it was nice to hear this. And I think she had, she was kind of writing to me being like, I know you're killing it right now. Like maybe I could 
hear you tell me something about how you chose to do you're so yourself you're so you how did you be able to turn that into like what you've turned it into and I was like babe read my interview magazine interview because you will see the truth behind all of this which is like it's all uh, like no matter how much I look like I'm killing it how quaffed I am how much I'm I'm on HBO I have a special I have a podcast I am on Conan I'm on like I still question everything every day and still am jealous of people still feel like I'm hanging on by a fucking mm-hmm. thread. I still don't know what I'm going to do in the future. I still like I have achieved all these things and then they didn't bring me the kind of happiness that I'm looking for. Like I'm grateful for everything I've gotten, but it's still it's never enough. And so I'm I'm desperate to always let other people know like. Yes, I don't want to say that I'm not killing it and that my life isn't so blessed and I'm not so lucky, but it's not, don't ever ascribe any perfection onto me because it ain't what it looks like. And I wish more people would do that because I know all these people I prescribe or prescribe, whatever, write a prescription for perfection by, you know, Pfizer, um, that, that they're not feeling that way. And, and I like that Sydney Sweeney came out and said that like, it's not, you know, it's, it's not what it looks like. And, uh, we don't all love each other on set and it's not, it's just so nice to hear that because God, it hurts to look at this stuff sometimes to go, God, they're fucking killing it. And as someone who looks like they're killing it online all the time, I'm telling you, it's, it's not what it looks like. And not that I'm like so depressed and you should worry about me or anything or that I'm not, you know, grateful for my life, but God, it does not why, change. Why anything. do you think, why do you think people get such positive response from someone looking like they're larger than life. I always wonder that because, I mean, I get tricked sometimes too. You know, you'll look at someone and be like, oh my, they are killing it, man. Whoa, I'm I'm nothing compared to that, which, you know, it sucks to have that feeling, but, you know, it's, it's just so weird how like we'll see someone on a private default. jet and be like, man, what a fucking awesome person. You know what I mean? Like we give them such power. Because it's we want to be happy. Everyone wants to be happy and it looks uh, like so happiness. you think they're happy, like, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. think they're happy. We think like if I had that, I would be happier. I would be more loved. I would be all these things, you know, I would have. And and no, and then it's like, it, even if you know that things aren't what they seem, it somehow doesn't really make a difference. It's It's weird. Like I'm really frustrated by this psychological phenomenon where like you can trace what makes you fucked up and be like, okay, I go after this type of person because my dad did this or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that does, and you can uncover it all, but it doesn't change what you're attracted to. You know, yeah. like Anya was saying to me in a text the other day, she was like, cause I was talking about my jealousy issues and she was like, but you know that it doesn't make you happy. And I'm like, it doesn't matter that I know that. I know that, <laughs> so, I know I've read statistics about it. I've read books about you make, as long as you're making $200,000, your happiness above that will not change. I know that for a fact doesn't change it. So why doesn't the cog- why won't it work that you know it? Emil and I were talking about it. Emil this weekend was in Montreal and had the best showing and he's having all these huge successes come his way in one like from one performance and he's like and then I had a bad set or like I had a mediocre set later at a bar this show he jumped onto that you know they were all French and so they didn't understand him and that's probably why he didn't do as well as he wanted and he's like and I just feel like I'm a huge fraud and that I don't deserve any of this. And I'm like, God, man. And he's like, he goes, but it doesn't matter that I know it doesn't matter, that that set doesn't matter and that all these things are still, still true. You still feel it. It still, it still doesn't 
knowing something, the only thing where knowing it changes it has been that that back book, healing back pain. When you know your back pain is from your cognitive struggles and your mental, you know, mm -hmm. uh, turmoil, your back pain will go away. And I wonder why knowing that you go for unavailable men because you're you're seeking the love that your father never gave you or whatever you unpack in therapy, why that doesn't make it stop. I'm still attracted to the same men, even though I know that they're bad for me and that I'm only attracted to them because my dad didn't love me enough. Like, why doesn't that make it go away? And that's what people have a problem with talk therapy. It's like, yeah, I'm figuring out why I do things, but that doesn't change the fact that I still want those things. So when does that end? Does it ever end? It ends when it, what, it, what I believe, and I don't know this to be true, but I believe you start doing inner work and you start giving up this idea that you can change yourself and you just accept yourself. And when you're able to accept yourself, then comes the love for yourself. And when you really truly love yourself, then you can start making good decisions. But just knowing that you're fucked up doesn't make you yeah. able to, it's, it's, a, it's mm -hmm. the first step literally in, in yeah. your AA. The first step is admitting you have a problem and seeing, but if that was it, there wouldn't be 11 more steps after that. Then you'd be done. You know, acknowledging the problem is not enough. And changing too book. quickly doesn't really work. You know what I mean? Like, even if you could trick yourself and be like, I'm done fucking those kind of guys. I'm over that. I'm on the nice guys. I'm a different person today. It's like what today. I said about being yeah, in a relationship and quick. thinking your partner will never be attracted to someone else. Like, you can you can say, I'm going to love you forever and I'm never going to like anyone else. You can't help your feelings. No it's funny you say I, that. That's a Jimmy Ray song, actually. <laughs> you can't help your feelings <laughs> when you're driving straight out of town. The road behind that actually you happened to Garth Brooks. You know before. that? What? Garth Brooks drove, and now that I think about it, maybe that's why the story was in my head. He drove from Oklahoma, I think, to Nashville, failed miserably, like in two days, and left, went right back to Oklahoma, and then came back another time. Isn't that crazy? Whoa. That yeah. other time, that's the ticket. Keep trying. I like this other quote that I read oh, in the Columbine book quote. that said, when you're going through hell, keep going. Tony Finau, he goes, I'm not a winner. I'm just a loser that didn't stop trying. Which Ooh, I like I that. Yeah. It's really nice. That's I think really I might, good. I might have messed it up, but it was that was pretty No, close that's the same it. thing. Like, if you're going through hell, keep going. Like, don't stop. Final thought. Let's play the quick Esther Peral game. Oh, uh, the lotion game? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, the prompt card is share something unbelievable. Okay. And the story is a time I unintentionally hurt someone. Okay. Mine is um, the day Burt Reynolds died. I was at Dancing with the Stars <laughs> promo shoot. And it was, um, we were backstage and I got an alert on my phone. Like we all did, you know, like a push notification from the, you know, fucking CNN actor, Burt Reynolds dies, age, whatever. And I just said, oh my God, Burt Reynolds died. Like just whatever. And this guy goes, what? And I was like, Burt Reynolds died? And he was like, oh my God, he's a really dear friend. And I was like, oh, oh my fuck. God. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that was a good lesson. I learned that like, and it was the same reason I got loud at the, about the Pete Davidson guy. Like celebrities know are loved by people and have people that care about them and have personal relationships. Mm -hmm. And when you mouth off about them, Nikki, 
about, you know, everyone I talked about today on this episode, like a, their relatives might hear and like care about them and like don't want to hear you say bad things. And so it was a lesson that I probably needed to learn early on in this episode. What about you guys? <laughs> <laughs> Unintentionally, that's tough because it's usually intentional. Um, no, no, no. But like sometimes like it, there's a... <laughs> I love that you just no, 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 no. <laughs> like we were going, ah, ha, 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 ha. Andrew, no. And you're like, no, no, no. But it was just dead silence. <laughs> Please stop. Please stop. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We weren't, uh, we weren't saying anything, but. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> Settle down, everyone. Settle down. <laughs> everyone calm down. Calm down. What it's I meant hard. was, is that, I, well, that was a joke that obviously didn't land cared up. It was in between unintentional, <laughs> like when you, when you unintentionally, inte- like it was, it was, it wasn't pre, how do I put this? Just like, tell it. So like when I filled up, when I, when that guy helped me fill up my gas. Okay. So I was driving through Florida. I stopped in a small town in Florida. This guy, Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy Ray. No, no. This, this guy- is believable though. This is not unbelievable. <laughs> that was yeah. part of the prompt. So I stopped in Florida with yeah. my buddy Glenn. I parked the on the wrong story I've ever heard. <laughs> gas station and I filled up my car with diesel. Yes. I filled up my whole fucking car tank with diesel and I had to shove the fucking thing. It didn't even fit in my gas tank. I just, I was like, man, these gas tanks are weird in the middle of nowhere. Oh my God. I love the struggle to do something that you don't even need to be doing. So anyways, this guy ended up siphoning it out at two in the morning. Like he had to literally so put nice. the gasoline in his mouth. It was the nicest thing pretty much anyone's ever done for me. Took him about an hour to siphon it out with his mouth. And I was like, I'll pay you $200. And I never sent it. And you were like, check. I'm going to send it to you, man. Don't worry about it. Like, I'm going to get it to you. Did he? And he oh. gave you his address and everything. Yeah, he gave me his yeah his address. And he that's was, why I've told Andrew through the years, you have to spend $200 and pay it forward to someone who doesn't see it coming. Like, you have to get rid of that karma. Or if you know this guy, it's in Pensacola no, area. No, no, no. <laughs> Just give $200 to a charity and then you'll be but good But is that unintentional world. or intentional? That's my point. I don't know. That was intentional. Oh, I didn't want to hurt him. Well, you can fix it <laughs> by donating $200 to something. And yeah. then it will be literally your karmic um, d- debt to the world will have been paid. All right. I'll give yeah. $200 so to a homeless guy tomorrow. To a golf center. <laughs> to a golf center for a set <laughs> for of For a clubs. membership, yeah. Uh, Noah, do you have one? Yeah. So this happened um, when I was in high school. And the unbelievable part about it is that, like, you won't believe that I've that I ever did this to someone my friend and I, we just found this guy. Um, this was like the time of chat rooms online. Does Noah admit to admit to murder right now. I'll fucking I know. <laughs> Cyberbullying, I think. You're about to find out. And mm-hmm. we pretended to be like we found this guy from our school. We didn't. He was not in our class. Just some random guy. And we pretended to be a girl that really liked him. And oh, he no. wanted to meet us, meaning the girl. <laughs> And um, we like arranged, oh yeah, let's let's meet by the doors on, you know, like on the second floor. And he came, he was at the doors, like like a single rose. And we just like looked through the stairwell doors and we never showed up. And that like, oh, I didn't, you know, at first we would like thought it was funny. You need to go fuck someone in a stairwell to make this right in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Preferably a guy a that smells like gasoline. <laughs> a guy that smells like gas. 
and um, he'll pay you two hundred dollars. You guys figure this out. Oh, money involved. Oh, okay. that's so, listen. That has like been a dream Hopefully of mine has a to mustache, like, like fuck Reynolds. with someone and tell them to like you're gonna you know like with someone that deserves it. You but know to like make it. them think. Th- I know, and that's my buddy problem. did that when, after he had sex Catfished. with a girl. He goes, "Yeah, meet me out <gasps> under the dock out on sunset." Oh, you're friends with um that male comedian that. Um, I know did that to women he slept with. Who, Chris Delia? <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. Come no, down. No, no, Come no, down. No, 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 no. We got to go. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. Um, we have one more episode this week. It'll be tomorrow. Uh, we love you so much. Uh, we're going to gear your fan thracks tomorrow. I'm in LA. Andrew's in St. Louis. Noah's in Arizona. Don't be good out there. And Jack yeah. the God. A car up. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.